0: have some margin in your life. That's also saying no. Use the word no. You know, stop overcommitting, even if it's things you want to do and this is this is the hard part. Even if it's things that you want to do. Like I know how some people can overcommit and it's like why well, didn't you want to do that? But there's a lot of people who overcommit because they seriously want to do it all. And this is a hard season to do it in, but think about it, you know. How many different Christmas activities could you do in one week, you know? I can't even imagine if you wanted to do every activity that you either thought would be cool to do as a family or your kids wanted to do, there's no margin. There is no space to just be.
1: Welcome to the Messy Mom Podcast by Fit Mama and 30. I'm Bailey. And I'm Carrie. And the Messy Mom podcast is all about ditching the idea of perfection during motherhood and embracing the messy, ranging from topics about pre and postnatal health and wellness, infertility, mom guilt, and of course, the craziness that comes with raising a family.
0: So if you would like to live on this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review as this helps other mamas learn to embrace the messy with us. So get ready for 30 minutes of real, raw, and messy content. Let's get started.
1: Everyone, it has been a minute, or like Carrie Se- says, several, <laughs> several minutes since we have done a podcast. We know, we know we've said this before, but as you can probably hear, we have made some major upgrades to our podcast that we are super excited about. Not only do we have new equipment that has taken us about a day and actually a week and a half to figure out, and two hours tonight. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: when when we thought we were like, this is good. We've got this. We we did not. <laughs> no, we thought we had it all set up, ready to go. And we learned very quickly that we did not. Um, but with that being said, I think we have a really great show for you today. We are talking about how to stay positive, especially at this time of year. We are currently recording in December 2022. So yes, holiday season, which should be happy, but we know can be very chaotic. So we're talking about how to stay positive when the world can be so, so negative. That's an understatement, I feel like. You
0: know, like it just, it is. Like it's obviously everyone knows like the last two years have been hard,
1: but then, you know, you get into Christmas and it's like, it's supposed to be all happy and it's not. (laughs) I know, and why do you think that is? Like, that's something I always think about is why do we make the holidays so challenging and so chaotic because it's not supposed to be that way. No. And I think that's,
0: it's overwhelmed. I think that's like when we're, you know, one of the things we're talking about tonight is it's, I think it's sometimes hard to stay in that positive mindset when, you know, you, you should be, it's supposed to be the season of giving and like seeing friends and family, but it's almost too much in one little period of time. You know, we, Mm -hmm. you wait all year to holidays, which are November, December for most people Mm -hmm. and cram it all in on top of our jobs and momming and working. And it's like, well,
1: how, you know, no wonder, <laughs> no wonder. It's so true. So true. So we came up with some pointers that we think can be helpful, not only to you, but to us as well. You know, we definitely have to listen to our, what we're talking about. Also, it's not just us giving, we're not positive a hundred percent of the time. And we definitely know that. That's for sure. So we came up with some points because let's face it, positive thinking can only bring good things, happiness, and especially when the world can feel super stressful and super hectic. So positive vibes all around. In fact, research actually shows that positive thinking may provide increased lifespan, lower rates of depression, and greater resistance to illness, believe it or not. So we're going to talk about some ways that we try to stay positive that might help you as well.
0: Yeah. And like, uh, greater resistance to illness, like talk about, you know, I mean, I know it's weather change too, and it's cold and flu season, but I think it's pretty ironic that cold and flu season is when it's the most stressful time of the year, Mm -hmm. you know, negative stressful time of the year and greater resistance. I mean, if you're, when you're positive, you have greater resistance to illness and it's hard to.
1: And loss of vitamin D. If Uh, you live in the good old Midwest, like we do
0: (laughs) yesterday and today were pure torture. Can I just (laughs) put that out there? Gray, Just disgusting. It is that was actually that's actually one of the things I'm working on, you guys. So which brings (laughs) us to point number one. Yes, point number one. Yeah, Carrie and Bailey's top seven tips. Here we go.
1: And if you're currently listening in Florida or somewhere sunny, then you know we are just a little jealous.
0: Yeah, take me with you.
1: (laughs) Sorry, Carrie interrupted you. Hey, you're fine.
0: (laughs) Um. So yeah, number one is identify areas to change. So. I'm sure we all have 5 million, so we won't go there to every area, but just like I mentioned, weather is one of them for me. So try to find little areas in your life to change. You know, It doesn't have to be, and I'm not saying obviously everyone's going through something different. I'm not saying this is, I'm trying to see, find like the little spots in your life where you think like, you know what? I am kind of always negative about that. So while we're on the weather topic, mine is winter. It it totally is like the minute it drops below this is horrible, but like fifty degrees, I'm not a happy person. Like it just is. It's I don't want to be outside. Which I mean, it's fifty. It's not you know, it's not slowing, it's snowing and snowing a negative thirty two, but it is. So for me, it's definitely weather, and I'm trying to find ways where I can change. Where it's fifty, we can go outside. It's just maybe you should dress appropriately. Find new activities to do. So weather is a big one for me. Um, I know for a lot of people, I was actually just having a conversation with a friend about this today. It's her daily commute to work, you know, but mm-hmm. it is, and she works. We live in a suburb outside of Cincinnati and it is, it is a horrible commute. It's 40 minutes, but guess what? She's been doing it for seven years. Like it's not going to be, we know she knows every single day it's the same commute. Um, so that's what we were. It was ironically, we were kind of prepping for this. And I said, you know, we're trying to find these bright spots in your day. So for her, it was like, how can you use that time? So instead of just thinking it's forty minutes, I'm going to be stuck in traffic. Maybe it's listening to a podcast, or you know, maybe it's finding something that you've wanted to learn more about, and that's forty extra minutes you now get to do that. Um, So again, finding those bright spots. I mean, I'm sure, I mean Bailey, I'm sure you've got some you know little things. Oh,
1: definitely. I mean, obviously, I work from home now, so I don't have that daily commute. But before I know had this career. I was taking a commute that was almost an hour there and an hour back. And it was, you know, here I am being negative. <laughs> it was rough. Yeah. Um it brought out not the not so pretty parts of me. And I dreaded it every single day. But you know, if I would have looked at it like that, I think it would have made a big difference in my attitude if I would have said, you know, listen to a podcast or Turn on your favorite, you know, music. Which I probably had music on in the background, but I mean, still, when you're stuck in traffic, it's challenging, you know. So I think it's all about how you view it and how your thought process is about it in that very moment. And if you can change your thinking, then it that's huge. In fact, I had something similar kind of happen to me last week. Uh, They're doing a lot of construction on a road that's really close to my parents, and I had to drop crew off at my parents. And I missed the exit because they're doing all this construction and I'm not used to it anymore. And the next exit was like 15 minutes down the road. And so I was just driving aimlessly. I was so annoyed, so frustrated. And I knew that we were prepping for this podcast. And in the back of my mind, I was like, you know what? I'm going to change my mindset instead of being frustrated that I can't you know, get off the exit so that I can get to my parents' house to get crew. I'm gonna think of this as me time. I'm going to either be in complete silence or listen to a podcast because in other days, parts of my day, I'm like, I would love to be by myself for 15 minutes. Yeah. Silence. What yeah, silence. So once I had that mindset change, it made all the difference in my attitude.
0: Totally agree. I totally agree. So I feel like it's just finding, finding what it is. Like, what is that one thing daily that it's like it could be frustrating, but maybe there's a way to spin it. I think that Mm -hmm. would be that, that would change your day
1: just in itself. Mm -hmm. And we're not talking that, you know, every day has to be rainbows and butterflies because there are some things in life that we should be upset about. And we should be, you know, frustrated with, and we're not talking about like Toxic positivity, you know, you hear all the time where you just have to act positive and happy all the time because we totally understand that there are those moments. We're talking about, you know, those smaller moments throughout your day that we all have that can be really frustrating. But when you look at the grand scheme of things, it's not the end of the world. Totally agree. Kind of in the same, you know, alignment with that, it's kind of just checking within yourself. So during the day, stop and evaluate your thinking. And how has your thinking process been throughout the day? Has it been mainly negative or mainly positive? You know, since again, like I said, we were you know preparing for this podcast. It's something that I've been thinking about. And I'm like, wow, man, I have been so negative all day today. It's like, why? Why am I like that? And I think part of it is, is we're kind of wired that way. Um, you know, even when I looked up why are people negative, it even said that the, it's easier for you to be negative than it is positive, just from like a physical like anatomy standpoint. I'm sure Carrie, your sister could probably speak to this, and that might be another pod, a podcast episode. But we're kind of just wired this way again, just because it's it's easier to be negative and kind of complain about things than it is to be positive, which is why being positive sometimes can be so challenging. But I think if you just check in within yourself each day and ask yourself that question and get into that habit, that that might help you be a little bit more positive.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree. I think um, just like they said, the little the little check check yourself. And I I think it goes back to overwhelm. Like I think it's easy for us to be negative because we're overwhelmed with everything going on in the day. So, you know, when you're when you're constantly overwhelmed hour after hour, even if a little thing that goes wrong that it's like, it really isn't that big of a deal, at the moment it feels like a huge deal. So if you mm-hmm. can just get back into that, all right, check myself. Like, is that it's not really that big of a deal. I really shouldn't be feeling this upset about it. But maybe six things have happened before that leading up to that tiny moment where it's like enough.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Totally agree. Um, On how to deal with that, this is at least (laughs) my favorite approach. If you know anything (laughs) about me, Um, even on Instagram, most of my reels, my love language is sarcasm. It just is. I, my husband is too, which that cannot always be a positive thing. I'm very well aware (laughs) of that. But that, that it is. To me, sarcasm and humor go a long way in this household. It's funny to see how that plays into my daughter and son's life too, Kate and Carter, uh, because they're sarcastic too. It is hilarious <laughs> when you try to. I mean, I try to do everything with this like sarcastic, you know, voice, mom voice. And now Caitlin's doing it back, which is, I think, great most of the time. <laughs> um, you know, and that can, it can definitely go both ways. But I will tell you, even if there's something, one of these moments that we're talking about, if I throw like A little British accent or some sarcasm (laughs) at it. It's crazy what that changes. Like, oh my goodness, would you say another pair of socks on the floor?
1: (laughs) You've been doing that British sarcastic accent since I've known you, which has been a long time now. It is horrible. It's horrible. (laughs) But for some reason, you know, the socks get picked up.
0: I'm not about to blow a gasket and somehow we all work it out.
1: It lightens the mood. It does even it's though like, you're super frustrated, it's like if I can add a little bit of humor, then you know what? this really frustrating scenario, it just makes it a little less frustrating, a little lighter.
0: It a little does softer, and we and we can actually make it to the bus on time. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs>
1: that's awesome. no, I would agree. I think any anytime that you can add a little bit of humor to the situation, especially if it's not like a serious situation. Yeah. You're really frustrated did. because the socks are on the floor. It's like, yeah, I can't add a little bit of humor to that. And that might help the situation. It might make me more positive. It might make the kids more positive as well. They're going to be more prone to probably do you know, what you tell them because you're not yelling at them and getting all frustrated and unhappy. They're not seeing the negative side. Exactly. Yeah. And it keeps, I mean, it does, it keeps us at
0: least, you know, it it keeps a little thing that could turn into a blow up, especially for, uh, you know, like, you know, mornings are crazy here. I'm sure they're crazy at most people's house, like getting kids lunches ready on the school bus or whatever, getting yourself ready for work, like whatever it is. Again, any little thing can set you off when it's a pair of socks on the floor, but you have just made lunch. No one wants to get dressed. no one wants to eat breakfast. you've given them six options. It is like the sock could do it. but if you can put like a funny spin on it, it does keep you from absolutely losing your mind.' It's most of the time.
1: That's probably something you have to train yourself, right? Like if you're not someone who's you know really sarcastic or you know doesn't think that way, it takes time to make those changes. You're not automatically going to just start. You don't get a, this British accent overnight. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. It takes, it takes years of training. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to have our entire community talking in British ac- horrible British accents. So if you're British and listening to this right now, please <laughs> send us a text message. I would love to hear it. <laughs> oh, goodness. But just know that it, it can probably take time, like with any change, right? Absol- absolutely. And number four is this is probably a no brainer coming from us, but try to follow a balanced and healthy lifestyle as much as possible. And you might be thinking, how does this relate to staying positive? You know, but, you know, even 30 minutes of exercise most days of the week can really change your mindset. There have been a lot of studies that have shown that people. Who have been, you know, feeling down in the dumps for whatever reason. If they go and just move their body, even for a couple of minutes, that it literally can change the way that they feel and, and make them a more positive person if done on a consistent basis. So trying to remember that, um, you know, just moving your body. Hopefully, you know, the ideal scenario is 30 minutes of exercise most days of the week. But again, like we always say, some movement is always going to be better than nothing. I always say, if you're really frustrated, if you have the opportunity, just get outside and go for a walk. You know, maybe just change up and switch your environment. If you're stuck inside, um, if it's too cold, maybe it's getting and going into another room. You know, or the room in the house that feels the most relaxing to you. So, just switching up your environment, um, you know, getting moving, that can make a big difference. Also, you know, trying to feel your body with a balanced diet, trying to make sure that you're, you know, as they always say, getting all colors of the rainbow. Um, well, I guess, well, you can have purple things like cabbage. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm thinking of like all the colors of the rainbow. I'm like, well, Absolutely. that might be kind of challenging, but I think it actually is pretty doable. But basically just having a balanced diet. That literally can ch- physically change your mood too. Studies have shown also, you know, obviously the more energy that you have, typically the better you're going to feel. Um, the more that your blood sugars are stabilized, the less fatigued you're going to feel, then m- again, more energy you're going to have. So it really does make a difference. And I think that this is one of the biggest ones and something that I'm very proud of myself. I'm just going to toot my own horn for a second prioritizing sleep. I, for the first year yes. of Crew's life did not do this at all. And guess what? It, I suffered. Um, I have been so tired for the entire, basically first year of his life, which I know is normal being a new mom. However, <laughs> I was not prioritizing sleep on top of that. So I would, you know, he goes to bed at seven. I would stay up until midnight because I was like, Oh, this is my time. You know, I'm going to, watch another show I'm gonna you know scroll on my phone do all the things and I suffered because guess what he was waking up at six o'clock and I was miserable so I'm really proud of myself over the last couple of months I have really prioritized my sleep and guess what I have better energy levels who knew it's cra- it's crazy Carrie's oh. always been a good a good sleeper <laughs> I am a master at prioritizing
0: my sleep and it's I mean it does, and I, I mean, we joke at family outings. It's like, what, well, what, what time's Carrie going to bed? You know, it is, but ten o'clock. I can tell.
1: 10, you that. At 10, o- 10 o'clock is when I matter. Out. What we're doing, Carrie gets up at ten and leaves. Wow. And, and we all know, we all know. Yeah, there's no. I don't. It's not even Irish goodbye. It's just see
0: you later. It's bedtime.
1: Also, we should probably tell everyone if we have any new listeners. Carrie and I are sister in laws, so yes. that's how this is all relating. This all came together. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but I have like I teach early fitness classes at 530 a.m. And I mean, there's times a lot of times where I go to bed with my kids Um, and it's because I want like seven to seven and a half hours is where I thrive. And I know that if it drops below that, I can handle it for one night, maybe two. But really, it's one night. And it's just I am not a good mother. I'm not a good I'm not a good anything when I don't have that sleep. Um, I'm also not I don't feel like my best when I don't get movement in. That's key for me too. Daily movement at least most days of the week is key. Like I just I can't be positive without movement. That's something that I've known for years though. I mean even in high school it was so clear even if I had so much to do if I didn't have some kind of movement in I just I was not the positivity was not there.
1: What would you say to the people that are listening right now and be like great for you Carrie but I hate movement. I hate exercising. What would your recommendation to them be? You
0: have to find what you, I feel like everyone has something they enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna throw my mom under the bus on this podcast because we <laughs> talked about working, she's rolling out. her eyes right now. She totally is. Robo is rolling her eyes. She, we've talked about this for years. She hates working out, it's just you know, just she could never find something she enjoyed. Uh, until I seriously kept encouraging her, like, you've got to try other things. Like, she's tried, and now she actually likes. She has a really good friend. She still lives in our, our, like where I grew up in my hometown. And they go up to the high school and they walk the track in the mornings. So it doesn't matter what, it is like the thing they love to do. They do it for at least 30 minutes. And it's daily. It's like daily social for her. And she's also like tried Pilates and is obsessed with it. And if you would have, if you know my mom or had talked to her two years ago, that would have never been anything she'd ever try. Like, I just think it's trying new things. Mm-hmm. It's always about trying like, doesn't have to be lifting weights. it doesn't have to be i mean you you just need to try and figure out what it is, or maybe it's just in small doses. maybe it's just getting a lot of things I think are just getting into the habit, so maybe, yeah, taking an hour fitness class or doing an hour long weight weight combo workout doesn't sound great, but ten minutes might and then <laughs> and then a couple of weeks later, you might be like, this is good stuff. maybe I should try twenty you know that's that's kind of why I don't know if you if you if you're familiar with our program that's why that's exactly why Bailey and I started those 10 minute workouts, 20 minute workouts and increased them because it is, it's just about getting into a good flow, finding something you want to do and gradually working your way into it.
1: That's great. And I think that is for any of these things that we're speaking on right now, it's, you don't have to do all of these things right at the same time that becomes overwhelming. And when you're trying to be po- more positive, if you try to do everything that can be overwhelming and make you more negative. So I think starting picking, you know, one or two of these things that we're talking about, and maybe making that your weekly focus is going to probably be more beneficial than trying to do all everything because you can't, I mean, let's face it. We all get into habits and we're all moms. You can't change yourself in a a week, right? It has to be slow, has to be progressive. So if you choose just one of these things, maybe it's like, Carrie said 10 minutes of movement, and I'm going to check in with myself and ask myself each day, how has my thinking been? Has it been positive or negative? And then maybe you get really great at that. And then you move on to a couple of these other things. You don't have to do all of these things to be a more positive person. These are just some tips that you can take with what resonates with you.
0: Totally agree. That's a great point. Yeah. But yeah. You
1: don't tackle all seven tomorrow.
0: <laughs> You're not going to be more positive. It's, it's not going to work out well. Good. Well, then I need another one that I, it definitely, I think this is a hard one. I'm going to preface that with, this is a hard one. Um, but I, it starts with surrounding yourself with positive people, Mm -hmm. not, not telling you, you have to go kick all of your friends to the curb, but I will tell you, and I'm sure you've been around them. Negative people increase my stress level. They Mm -hmm. change my personality. They increase my stress level and they overwhelm me. So Finding people that, and again, we're not all, we're not all perfect. I'm certainly not positive every day. I'm certainly not positive every moment of the day, but I would like to say for the most part, I do think I have positive thinking. I can flip a situation around and try to figure out how I can make this day more positive. So I do think it's, even if the person isn't positive, is it someone who's trying to work on that? You know, do they have something going on where they are good about, you know, kind of flipping the situation and whether even if they have something going on, they still can be positive in their life. And that's a hard one. I know that's really, really hard. But I think I mean, I think that's a life changing one. If you can figure out how, you know, and maybe it's just you spend more time with those people. I mean, you know, when you have those like that person around who just always like it, oh, you always feel good. Like mm-hmm. when you when you hang up the phone, or when you leave the room, you feel energized. Doesn't matter where you are, even if it was like, the, I I have people in mind, like, it, we could have been the worst activity of our life. And I can leave that activity knowing <laughs> that these couple people made it so much fun just because of their attitude, their outlook, and their attitude made it a good time.
1: Yes. And I would say that's huge. Like you, we all have those people in our life that, like you said, make us feel more energized. And everyone knows that when they walk in the room, they're always happy no matter the situation. It's not to say that they don't have their moments too, you know, we all do. But I think it would be really interesting especially if you find yourself being more of a negative thinker to maybe have a conversation with your friend who you know is really positive and be like how do you go about being such a positive person what i would love to get into your brain and ask you some of these questions because you might learn a lot from those people and those you know that make you feel good because if they're making you feel good you know then they're, make, they're they probably put that out that energy out to everyone They're doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, we all have those people. And then we also on the flip side of that have those people that, you know, you get off the phone with, you're like, wow, that was really draining. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I I feel, I feel not that great. So I think it's again, like Carrie said, I love how you said, if they're working on it, you know, I think that's great. But if you finally, if finally, if you constantly are drained by some of the people in your life, then that might be something to think about. And just maybe
0: minimize or
1: know, know your limits, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe you,
0: maybe you can't spend a day with that person or it changes your, the way you think or your whole week. Maybe it Mm -hmm. is maybe minimizing the time, not to say you have to kick them out of their life, but maybe it is minimizing set some boundaries. Absolutely. Mm
1: -hmm. And kind of on a similar lines, you know, talking about positive talk, I think it's important to practice positive self-talk. Talk. So we all do the thing where we say, Well, I don't like the way I look today. I don't like this. I don't like that. So one thing that Carrie and I, you know, have said before, and we I forget who told us this, but they said, Don't say anything to yourself that you wouldn't say to anyone else. And maybe even take it a step further. Don't say anything to yourself that you wouldn't say to your son or daughter. Ouch. Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's like when you think of it that way, it really changes your mindset
0: oh beyond belief like think about the last time and when especially as moms like i hate jeans but like think about when you put on your skinny pair of jeans like and probably said in the mirror i want to wear these i look too fat like would you ever think about saying that to your daughter no you know, so why in the world do we say it to ourselves like i'm not saying you can't again you don't it doesn't have to be all sunshine and butterflies but at the same time like We have to give ourselves way more grace and stop it with that kind of attitude.
1: Mm -hmm. It's crazy. That's so true. And I catch myself doing it all the time. It's like, man, I'm not very nice to myself sometimes.
0: (laughs) You're like, you are. We're like the worst critic. Like someone can tell you, wow, you look amazing today. Like, well, really? I actually
1: think I look super tired. Like someone just gave you a compliment, take it and run with it. Yeah. I love that. I agree. So I think that's. I love that. Don't say anything to yourself that you wouldn't say to anyone else or your son or daughter, your children, because I think it's so easy to be mean to yourself. And when you look at it that way, it might really make a difference in the way that you speak to yourself. If you can remember, and you know what, that, that might be like, write it on a sticky note and put it on your mirror, especially if you're someone who really finds yourself in that negative self-talk, uh, that might be a good practice. Definitely. Absolutely.
0: All right. We're, we're coming up on our 30 minute mark. You (laughs) you know how we, you know how we roll here. Um, so we have one final one and this has been another one that I have really worked on over the last year. And we, I call it in our house, it's called have some margin in your life. That's also saying, no, use the word, no, you know stop overcommitting even if it's things you want to do and this is this is the hard part even if it's things that you want to do like i know how some people can overcommit and it's like why well, didn't you want to do that but there's a lot of people who overcommit because they seriously want to do it all and this is a hard season to do it in but think about it you know how many different christmas activities could you do in one week you know i can't even imagine if you wanted to do every activity that you either thought would be cool to do as a family or your kids wanted to do there's no margin. There is no space to just be. And that's when I find myself getting very overwhelmed and very negative. It's when as a family, we have no margin. We've got Christmas parties. We have kids activities. We have work commitments. Like, So I've really concentrated this last year to figure out, all right, look at the week, where's the margin? And it it, it might be, you know what? I really want to go out to dinner with, those, with four of my girlfriends, but it's not going to happen this week. And I just have to absolutely say, no, like we're not doing it. I had an example, we had a friend, we were they wanted us to come out to Colorado for New Year's and we were going to do it. We have a, a small group in our church and we we've done this in the past. It was the best time ever. But when you start thinking about I'll be at my parents' house, we'll be at my husband's family's house and then to jump on a plane and go to Colorado, would it be fun? Absolutely. Would I have no margin and be stressed? For sure.
1: Mhm. Yeah, I think it especially around this time of year when everyone, you know, there's this person's Christmas party and now Friendsgiving and, you know, well, not Friendsgiving because it's December, but, but you had it. <laughs> you we, just it. we had it. We just oh, yeah. ended it. You know, you have all the things. It it can be really hard to say no, but I love that point. It's like if you say yes to everything, then you have no time for yourself or your family. And it that's when you can become really stressed out. And I'm Definitely very guilty of saying yes when I really should be saying no because I don't want to hurt people's feelings. And I just think it's important that they always say, you know, no is a complete sense. You don't have to give a reason behind it. And I always feel like I have to give a reason. But in actuality, it's like, I really don't. You know, have those boundaries for yourself. And I'm definitely getting better at it. I think it, that just comes also with having a child now. It's like, well, I, I really truly can't. <laughs> Yeah. But I think it's super easy this time of year to, you know, be a yes man and just do try to do all the things. And it's it can be hard.
0: It really can. And it's at this at this time of year, you know, that's why we're doing it at this season. Um, it is though, because it's easy to say, well, it's just for a couple of weeks, you know, it's just for the month of December. Do you know how what big a toll four weeks of constant activities can take on you? I just I just think I think it's really, really important that and that's what I do. I sit down every Sunday, look at my week and figure out, all right, where are those spaces where, and it does not that I have to be by myself and have like alone time. It just, we need to not have to be somewhere at a certain time. Mm-hmm. That to me is the margin where in the week are we not scheduled to be somewhere doing something with someone or some activity. Um, and I think finding those little parts in the week helped me stay help me to stay positive for sure.
1: Yeah. Not having to be somewhere at a certain time. And just having no expectations is really freeing. I love those days. <laughs> uh, if they're the best. And yeah, I mean, works. I love being social and being around people. I'm definitely an extroverted person, but I definitely like my days where I can just be and recharge also. for sure. Definitely. Yeah. That's how, yeah, we all have to recharge, especially this time of year. Agreed. Oh, what someone told me, sorry, I have one more thing to add. Give it. Someone told me, and I think this like changed my outlook on like trying to say yes all the time. And I'm, I I want to make sure I get it right. So I'm going to think about it for a second. What they said, just because you are free does not mean you are available. Yes. That was like pew, brain yep. moment for me. I was like, wow, because there are times where I'm like, well, I am free. And someone asked me to do this, but I kind of like don't want to because I want to stay home. And I I remember they said that to me. I was like, that was like my, I was mind blown just because you're free. Doesn't mean you're available, especially if you're someone who constantly says yes. Like I do again, write that on a post note, stick it on your mirror because (laughs) it's a good little reminder. It really is. It
0: is. Yeah. Just your point. Cause it is, if you, if you would say, are you free? You could look at your calendar and be like, yeah, I have two hours in the day that those are the only two hours you have. So Yeah. Like you said, I'm not available
1: though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Available, but I'm certainly not free. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's true. Yeah.
0: Well, good stuff. You guys, we're really excited to be back. We are into a good rhythm with us. We're really excited to bring you some pretty sweet topics. So,
1: um, we yeah, have I, new
0: music. Oh, it's going to be good stuff. We have
1: like a podcast manager. Like what? That makes us sound so fancy. I mean, it's legit. If you would
0: see it, you will see us at some point in time. We actually are going to take this to video. We're just not there yet. You
1: do not want to see our faces tonight. Just <laughs> you don't want to see our faces and you don't want to see how long, like I said, it took us to get this all together, but we made it happen. Here we are. And yeah, we're just super excited to be back and to be doing this. And part of the reason we, you know, hired a podcast manager is because we needed that someone to be like, "Hey, I need this at this date." Because we love doing this. It's just when you also run a business, it can sometimes get pushed on the back burner.
0: <laughs> yeah, we you know we talk about accountability all the time. Yeah, at Mom and Thirty, and we needed accountability. So, mm-hmm.
1: and now we have it. So we're excited to be back.
0: We are. We're pumped. So we hope this was helpful. We thought this would be a great topic just to kind of, especially this time of year. So I love what Bailey said, where she said, you know, we went through seven tips. Don't go implement them tomorrow. But pick one. Like pick one thing that you were like that really resonated with me and something I could work on. Um, and see what you can do with it. It's not gonna be perfect. Nothing ever is. It's messy. Mm-hmm. We know everything. Everything's messy. So we hope you this was valuable. Um, and we're really excited, guys. Thanks for listening in and We'll see you soon. Thanks for hanging out with us, Mama. You can find us over on Instagram at fitmamain30. That's fitmanain 3 Or text our text line at 513-540-4183. And let us know what you liked about this episode. We
1: love hearing your feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show on our website, www.fitmamaand30.com along with our programs for prenatal postnatal and beyond until next time. Bye mamas.